Welcome to the Who Gives a Fit podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I take the BS out of all things exercise, nutrition, and health related. I am sharing today about reverse dieting. You may have heard about this before. It's a crucial process that happens after a fat loss phase. We are going to go over all the ins and outs of what you need to do in order to run this process after a fat loss phase. Now, with anything like this, it's very personal to each individual. So it's hard to give specifics on how much or how little you should be increasing calories, how much or little you should be decreasing cardio or exercise amounts. So this is a generalization for you to take and adapt to what you need. It should still be extremely helpful for you in deciding if this is a phase that you need to go into off the bat, or if it is something that you want to incorporate and learn more about when you are finished with your next fat loss phase. Let's get into it. A lot of people skip this phase when they are going through fat loss or wanting to lose weight, and that is the big reason why they end up gaining it back. This process is missed by most major companies that um, help with fat loss, and it's why they continue to have people coming back to them, and they kind of design it that way, and I don't want that for you. So this is what process needs to be done post fat loss or even if you've been in a caloric deficit for a long period of time. I will get into that in a moment. So what is it? It's slowly increasing your calorie intake back up to um, your estimated TDEE, total daily energy expenditure, that is non-fat loss TDEE. Our maintenance TDEE is different from what we would have for a caloric deficit. So basically are getting us back up to normal functioning maintenance calories, which for women is usually around 22-2300 calories depending on how active you are. Reversing is basically just reversing the diet out of a deficit, like I explained. So why do we need this? To avoid excessive weight regain post-fat loss phase, which is what I was talking about with the other programs out in the world, they don't talk about this. And because they don't talk about it, many people go off the diet phase, go back to eating how what they were used to and maintaining on, and then they gain a bunch of weight back because their body is no longer adapted to eating that much. Um, and that's really frustrating. So that's a really big reason. You don't want to gain all the weight back that you put all the hard work in on. You want to get back to a normal calorie amount post-dieting. Like I said, we want to get back to eating normal amount of calories. We can't survive on 1,500 calories for the rest of our lives unless you're just laying in bed. So you have to make sure that you're eating appropriate amount of calories to feel good. You want to adjust or avoid metabolic adaptation. So when we're in a calorie deficit, our metabolism adjusts to the amount of food that we are giving it. So let's say you're eating 
1,200 calories for an extended period of time. Your body says, okay, this is all the food that I'm going to be getting. I'm going to adjust myself and adapt to meet that caloric intake and, you know, slow down some processes. And then in turn, your body then is adapted to those new low calories and that becomes your maintenance. So in order to maintain the weight that you're at, you'd have to continue eating 1,200 calories. And that's not sustainable long term. And for that reason, you have to reverse back up to the normal eating calories. Again, 22-2300, really depending on your movement and all of that. So you not only at the end, once you reach your goal, do you want to do this, but you want to do this throughout the year. So if you are dieting for six months, you're going to want to stop and reverse diet for at least six months. It usually takes at least the same amount of time that you've been dieting to get back up. Sometimes it takes less, really depends. It might go faster if your body responds really well. But it's not a good idea to spend years and years in a fat loss phase because you're going to completely get to the point where it's very hard to get to a normal eating level. Um, to be able to eat more, if you really like eating, you can, just the way, same way that eating lower calories adapts our maintenance calories down, eating higher calories can adapt that up. It's a little bit harder once you get to a certain point and you have to start moving more in order for that to be your new maintenance, but you can make it so that you're able to eat quite a lot of food and not gain weight. The other reason would be to improve and promote healthy hormonal function and stress levels. If you are having trouble with hormones, if you are having, if you have extremely high stress levels, Fat loss is not going to be a good phase for you. It's not going to do anything for you. It's just going to put more stress on your body and cause even more issues. So sometimes you got to reverse just to improve your health. How does it work? I already talked about this a little bit post a successful fat loss phase. So let's say you reached your goal. After that phase, you want to slowly increase your calories up to your non-dieting maintenance level. Um, and you, the goal is to gain as little back as possible. And that is just what is required to get you back to normal post extreme caloric restrictions. This is what I'm talking about when I say like eating 1200 calories for years on end, continuously trying to lose weight, you are going to be in a spot where the only option is to reverse diet in order to get your body back to a spot that it can lose fat again. Um, because the other option is reducing down to like 800, 900 calories and nobody should be eating that low of calories. That's just extremely unhealthy. So that if you've spent years trying to diet on 1200 calories or even like a couple months of doing that and you're just not seeing any more results, you have to do a reverse diet. There's no way around it. Long-term plateau, kind of similar to what I was saying with the 1,200 calories. If you're not seeing results for an extended period of time, longer than a couple of weeks, then it's usually a sign that your body is asking for some more food. 
If you're experiencing any health symptoms, irregular periods, low energy or libido, slow recovery from workouts and illnesses, your body is saying, I'm going through some stuff. And the best thing to do in that case is to increase your food intake um, to help your body because our body works on how much food we're giving it. It's literally fuel for our bodies. So if you're experiencing any health issues, the best idea is to get yourself to maintenance as soon as possible. Indicators of success. Some people will see fat loss or the scale go down as they start to go into a reverse diet. And most people will not see that happen. Most people will see the scale stay the same or go up a little bit. And those are still great indicators of success. Uh, Success will need to be measured through things like having more energy, the ability to eat more food without gaining weight, lifting heavier, feeling stronger, mental clarity, really focusing on the things that are not based around clothes fitting a certain way or, you know, the scale going down. We are so, so stuck in that mindset of needing to see the scale go down when in reality, the body you likely want probably weighs much more than you think it does. Just because you used to weigh something doesn't mean you should still weigh that. Um, so we really need to break the mindset around th- that fear of the scale going up or staying the same. It does not say anything. It does not say that you're not making progress. So you really have to focus on the process overall. How quickly do you increase? Usually about 50 to 100 calories per week, mostly from carbs, sometimes from fat, depending on how quickly you want to return to your non-dieting TDEE. If it's a case where it's a health issue, you want to get back to that as soon as possible. If it's post-diet phase, again, you can kind of take your time with this and decide how fast you want to go, depending on how much you're willing to gain back. Um, And then if it is a case where you're starving all the time, you may want to increase at least initially a little bit more and make sure that you are feeling satiated and not constantly going and binging. The faster you go generally, the more weight you will put on, but it really depends on every single person. Um, And the amount is determined amount you increase by is determined by biofeedback. If you stay the same weight and no major change in photos or measurements or you lose, then you can go up to 100 calories, whatever you feel comfortable with adding in there. If you gain more than a pound, you would stay at the same calories for another week or so, maybe longer, and see how things shake out. Again, always looking at photos and measurements as well in addition to weight. The weight, the scale does not paint the full picture ever. So please make sure you are doing all of those things consistently. I do want to note here that this process is not just about increasing calories. You can also decrease the amount of exercise that you're doing if it is at a high amount. So if you are currently doing quite a bit of cardio every single day to continue to lose fat, That is not something that is going to be realistic in your daily life for most people. So you can start to scale back instead of increasing calories. You can do in 15 minute increments, like let's say you are, you're seeing good results after the last 
two weeks of your reverse and it's time to make a change, either increasing calories or decreasing movement. And you decide that you would prefer to decrease some uh, cardio off of your normal schedule. So you could decrease by 15 minutes and not make any dietary changes for the next two weeks, see how your body responds to that, and then keep continuing to decide that. If you really hate cardio, you can start with reducing the amount of cardio you're doing and then later on start increasing calories. But that decision is really up to you and it can go either way. So how long does it take? That depends on you. Generally, at least as long as you've been dieting, Could be shorter, could be longer, depending, again, on your biofeedback and how quickly um, you can increase things or are comfortable increasing things. Also, how consistent you are, how your body responds, how long you've been trying to diet, and how adapted your body is to that. Going back to the 1,200-calorie sample, if you've been on that, on 1,200 calories for a long time, it is going to take time a long time to get your body back up to a spot that is normal for caloric intake. Just like any other phase, consistency on workouts, nutrition, progress photos, measurements, and weigh-ins will determine how quickly adjustments can be made and results are seen. If you are my client, I am reliant on you to get me that information so I can make the best choices for you. And if you don't get me that, I can't make any changes. So the longer it's going to take. And that can be frustrating. So just get those things in. Be as consistent as you can. And the faster we'll get to a spot where you want to be. Maybe that spot is getting up to maintenance so that fat loss is easier and you don't have to cut down to extreme amount of calories. The faster we can get to the maintenance the faster we can get you back into a fat loss phase where you're seeing that fat come off in a much easier way. Where things might go wrong, getting caught up in the number on the scale or a clothing size and trying to go back into fat loss too soon. I've seen so many people do this. They get upset that the scale's going up a little bit or that their clothes are fitting different because they're they're so focus on the fact that the scale needs to go down. They need to lose weight. That's their driving factor, and it just can't be in this phase. Um, you got to really work on that mindset and figure out what else can be your driving force because it's not going to happen in this phase. And if this, this phase doesn't happen, you're never going to get to the point where it does happen. You hear me? Um, The other thing that might go wrong is you aren't being as consistent with nutrition and exercise. It's just as important, if not more, in this phase than it is in a fat loss phase because you are having to make so many specific adjustments based on your biofeedback. So it's so important. And like I said, the sooner, the more consistent you are with it, the faster you can get to the end goal, which is usually fat loss for people. So be consistent, as consistent as you can. Considering it a free-for-all is another mistake that I see. Free-for-all with food. Just because we're increasing calories doesn't mean you can go out and eat whatever you want. This falls in line with being consistent as well. 
if you're going to go out and do that, there's really no point. You're going to gain the weight back anyway. So like I said, you have to be consistent with hitting your calorie or macro numbers. And the faster you do that, the faster you can get to your end point. Closing notes. This is a long game tactic. This is what the pros use and it's not for the faint of heart. If you want to have muscle, you want to have fat loss be easy, you want to look toned, you have to become okay with eating more and not always seeing fat loss or the scale go down. Um, or like your small pants fitting. Like you can't, you have to focus on other things. You have to focus on enjoying the journey instead of always waiting for your end destination to get there because you will not reach your goal of being lean, toned, defined by constantly worrying about whether or not you're losing fat in this phase. It's not going to be beneficial to you in any way. All the fit, defined, muscled influencers that you see have gone through years of phases. They didn't go through one year of fat loss and then all of a sudden they had muscles and um, they can eat all this food that you see them post in their full day of eating. That's not how it works. They've gone through years of this. So this is going to take time. And... Here, what they normally do is they'll do fat loss for a few months. They'll reverse diet like we're talking about here. They will go into a muscle building phase where they gain weight. Yes, the scale goes up. <laughs> they want that because that is giving them that muscle. So then when they go back into their fat loss phase, they reveal all that new muscle and they look even more defined and toned and muscular and great in their bathing suits and that is what it takes. They love the process of improvement. And that is what it's going to take to get to that if that is what you want. So like I said, this isn't for the faint of heart. You have to really want this and put your all into it as if it was going to be a fat loss phase or whatever your ultimate goal is. So I hope you found this helpful. I'm always here to keep it real with you. And that's all I got. Happy to answer any questions.